I made thousands of dollars on Craigslist, I had a client who paid me at least $20,000. Welcome to the Profitable Graphic Designer Podcast. My name is Katie Sandel, and this episode was brought to you by Aventive Academy, an online business education platform that helps brand, graphic, and web designers get more clients, increase their pricing, and build a profitable design business. You can find out more about starting and growing your freelance design business at aventiveacademy.com. In this episode, I will tell you how I started my business, what mistakes I made, what brought me amazing results, and where I am today. I'm sure you're going to get some valuable information. So I always knew I wanted to be a freelancer. Even when I was a student, I was always talking about freelancing. I never even thought about having a nine-to-five or looking for a job at printing companies or design studios or anything like that, really. Even when my colleagues were talking about getting jobs, I was just talking about freelancing, like jobs don't exist. And because of that, I started freelancing when I was a student. I had maybe like a client or two and that came through my mom or someone like that. It was nothing too serious. I think it was like a logo and brochure, you know, just like nothing, nothing too much. But after I finished the Academy of Arts back in Serbia, I moved to the States and I moved to Las Vegas. So I started creating my resume on how, you know, I'm a graphic designer, I finished the Academy of Arts, I'm looking for a job. And at that time, I was working next to the kiosk. I was selling bracelets, phone cases, and things like that. So it was nothing graphic design related. However, I talked to whoever I met, I told them, I'm a graphic designer, this is what I do. Do you maybe know anyone who's looking for a graphic designer? Do you maybe need some graphic design needs? And so on. So I was like really, really talking about that nonstop. And that's how I met the owner of a kiosk next to the kiosk that I worked with for. And he said, well, we always print our business cards and signs and things like that in this one printing company. And they're looking for a graphic designer. Let's go there. And he literally gave me a ride. We went there together. He introduced me to Nadia, who then became my boss. And I worked for this printing company for about eight months, I believe. And even though it was nine to five, it was really good for me because I learned a lot, not just graphic design related, but also how to talk to clients, how to send proposals, invoices, how to print files and so on. So that was really good for me, even though it was nine to five. However, being me, I was not happy there simply because I had to wake up every day at the same time. I had to, you know, just have a night to five, like go there, work, have maybe lunch break. Sometimes we were so busy that I didn't have lunch break, then go home after five. And then, you know, it's just, I didn't have that flexibility and freedom that I've always wanted. 
Another really cool thing was that whatever project my boss thought is not the right fit, I would take on the side. So I was saying to everyone how I am a freelance graphic designer as well and how after 5 p.m. I can work on their project. I got maybe a couple of projects like that, nothing too special, nothing crazy, nothing even too big. I don't even think I got any branding projects, like maybe one logo, but nothing special. And I even remember one guy who hasn't paid me yet, and it's been, what, seven, eight years since then. So yeah, I can forget about that money. However, every day after 5 p.m., I would go home and work on my side business, on my side projects. I would work on my website, work on my logo, selecting colors, and all that, that, you know, I would need in order to get clients online. And I would really, really work every single day, every single weekend. And I had a friend who is a web developer. And at that time, we thought that a good business model would be from a graphic designer and his web designer and web developer, and we can offer our services together. And as an idea, that sounds great, but we knew nothing about getting clients, nor how a freelance business should function. Like, yeah, fine, we are maybe good in our design and development like skills, but we don't know how to get clients. A few months after working in that printing company and a few months after trying to freelance, I moved to Denver and I found a job in another printing company simply because I was not able to get enough clients. So I had to go to that printing company and... (laughs) Funny thing is I worked there for two weeks. That's how much I was able to have nine to five. However, I was talking to my colleague there at that job, how I would love to be a freelancer. And he asked me, why don't I post my services on Craigslist? At that time, as I was still kind of new in America, I didn't even know what Craigslist is. So I got home and I Googled Craigslist and I saw this A really outdated website, even at that time, where I can post gigs and services that I offer, things like that, and where other people are looking for people that offer services like photography, graphic design, web design, even like haircuts and things like that. So it was like everything on this website called Craigslist, which I'm sure you know what it is. So I decided to write a post where I offer graphic design services. I made a list of everything that I can possibly design, like logo design, business card, stationery, you know, letterhead, envelopes, websites, brochures, everything you can possibly imagine, I put there. The next day, someone contacted me asking for like a flyer design. It was a real estate company. So I designed that for $70. It took me days. (laughs) So basically I made like a couple of dollars an hour. So yeah, that's how I started. That's how I started getting clients on Craigslist. Again, I quit that job after two weeks and then I thought, okay, this is going to work. I will be able to get enough clients and I will, you know, do everything I can to really make this work. That didn't really work. So I had to find another job. I found a third printing company. Then I started working there part-time. After a couple of months, they were closing. I didn't like that job anyway. And then I really decided to 
figure out how I can be a freelance graphic designer. So I started to Google how to get clients, how to meet more people, how much to charge, how to sell, everything that I now teach inside my online courses at Aventive Academy. But I can tell you, it was really, really hard. And there is no right or wrong answer on Google. There are just so, so many different opinions. So I found this website where you can meet other business professionals and they organize meetups in town. So I found B2B networking event and I simply showed up there like, hey, I am a business owner. I run a graphic and web design studio. This is what we do. Do you know anyone who is looking for my services? As those are all business owners. And that's where my career really took off. That's when I started getting clients, growing, and not just getting clients from those networking events, but really learning more about being a business owner and really learning about getting clients and being out there providing services. And it was really, really valuable for me to meet other business owners and see what is that that they're looking for as well. After I figured out that these networking events might work, I started going for three to five networking events per week. It was crazy. My job was basically meeting people, meeting business owners, learning how to run a business, learning how to get clients, how to, you know, everything. And at that time, I was still posting on Craigslist. And most of my clients were, you know, still coming from Craigslist, and but now also word of mouth. So it was a mix of both networking in person and Craigslist. As I was meeting more and more business owners, I started to learn more about marketing, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Google, blogging, and all that. And then I started posting on Instagram every day. I started blogging, doing Instagram ads, Facebook ads, but I just didn't see results. So I went back to Craigslist and did everything I can to get clients from Craigslist. I was posting, listen to this, 21 posts a day because the competition was huge. So it was nothing about quality. It was about quantity of your posts, kind of like how Instagram is now saturated. That's how Craigslist was becoming. And you were able to post only three posts per an account. So I had seven accounts and I was posting 21 posts every single day. And that was honestly working really well for me. I got this one client who I think they were like branding and web design agency and they would always outsource to me. So whatever they cannot fit into their schedule, they would just send to me, which I was super happy about because they were paying me lots of money. And I never even thought I can make that much, like $2,000 for a branding project. Or I think we got even like to $9,000 for a website. And that was just huge amount of money for me at the time because I was charging $65 for a logo. However, after, you know, some time, I would say a year and a half, Craigslist simply stopped working for me. First of all, they changed their policies where you have to pay $5 to post a post. And it wasn't like a free anymore. So if I don't make enough money, I cannot justify to post any posts anymore, not 21. And I was not making enough money to post there anymore. 
After that happened, I realized that my business entirely depends on this one platform called Craigslist that might disappear in a day or two and I would not have a business anymore. So I had to look into alternatives and, you know, I was looking into maybe some other different, like different networking events where I could meet different kind of people. Like I was so lost. And then eventually I found this one marketing company they help with Google ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and so on. And I reached out to them like, hey, I need help. I am not able to build my business as a freelance graphic designer. I really want to open a design studio here in Austin. And, you know, just kind of like to hear their feedback and what is that that I'm missing. And I met with the owner of the company and she said that unfortunately she cannot help me. And I was like, what do you mean you cannot help me? Like, aren't you a marketing agency? And she said, yes, but the market is so saturated. I don't know how to help you. There are so many graphic designers that are trying to do the same thing. And I don't think I would be the right fit unless you decide to completely listen to me, like 100% everything I say and follow the steps. And I was like okay, but what would the steps be? And she's like, I don't know yet. I have to do the marketing, you know, strategy and plan and help you actually build your business from the ground up, not to just, you know, come in and help you with Facebook, Instagram, or Google ads when we don't know who your ideal client is and what is that that you offer and who you offer it to. I was open to listen to her, but I didn't know what to expect. And after our conversation, she sent me a proposal, which was $4,500. And obviously, I didn't have that much money to afford her services. So I, you know, took a step back and I was like, okay, never mind. I'll figure it out by myself. And, you know, after a couple of months, I finally collected that money and was able to go back to her and tell her, okay, now I have $4,500. This is a lot of money to me. And if this doesn't work, then I don't know. I will probably have to go back to look for nine to five. And then she got back to me with this idea of specializing. And at first, I was like, no, like I'm not doing that. I'm not going to limit myself and decide to work with one type of businesses when I can work with everyone and anyone and I can have more clients that way. I don't want to narrow my offerings and exclude some clients and some people. That's just, you know, not what I want to do. And then she said, okay, well, then you're going to stay a generalist for the rest of your life and then you're going to struggle for the rest of your life and you will not be able able to build a successful business, at least not as fast and as good if you were a specialized graphic designer. So I was like, okay, well, I already paid her lots of money. And so I was like, okay, let's talk about it. Let's see what we can do about that. So we met in person and this was all obviously like before the pandemic and all that. And she gave me three options. One of the options was to do like graphic design, mostly branding for real estate. The other one was health and wellness. And then, no, actually she gave me those two options. And then I told her, how about fashion industry? Because I really 
am into, you know, shoes, makeup, clothing, and everything fashion related, like personally. And then she said, okay, they can do research and they'll get back to me on that. A few weeks later, they told me that if I want to specialize in the fashion industry, Austin, Texas might not be the place where I want to live and that I should then consider moving to LA or New York because that's where all those fashion events are happening. And I kind of knew that's not what I want. And also I figured out that there's so many like small brands that larger brands buy out and they never get to the next level. So for example, there would be a small local brand that comes up with new type of or models of shoes and then Nike would buy them. And then, you know, they become Nike as well. And Nike is not looking for rebranding, at least not anytime soon. So that's basically when I decided to look into the other two options that they sent me. And I really kind of liked health and wellness, but the first thoughts that I had were like, oh, is this like for a hospital? Is it for a spa? Like that's, at least to me, kind of boring. I'm not sure that I want to do that. However, since I already paid her, I was like, okay, well, let's work on that. Let's specialize me. Let's narrow down my offerings and see how that works. Because I knew that I could always go back and be where I am. And that's, you know, not what I want to be. But let's try this out. And if it doesn't work, I'll go back to being a generalist. So I changed things on my website, changed words like words where it says that I don't offer graphic design anymore, but branding for the health and wellness industry, changed things a little bit in my portfolio to reflect that, changed bios on my social media and all that, and then nothing happened. So I was really disappointed. Like, why did I make all these changes when things are not happening? And then I, you know, went back to, okay, let's try to post on social media now again. Let's try to write blog posts. And this is where magic happened. And that's because I now already knew who my ideal client is. I knew where they hang out, exactly who they are, what problems they have, challenges, what type of industry they are in. And then I also figured out that they're mostly on LinkedIn or if they're looking for branding services, they're going to Google that. So that means that I need to write valuable blog posts. And that's exactly what I focused on. I was writing blog posts all about branding for the wellness products. And then, I don't know, like for spas, for meal replacement shakes, for vitamins, for pets food, like everything that you can possibly imagine that goes into the health and wellness industry. And this is where my website actually picked up and I was able to charge more because now I'm a specialized graphic designer. I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. I am really good at that. And and everything that I do now is related to their specific industry. And you know, when you go to a doctor and you go to a generalist, you expect to pay lots of money. But then also, when you go to a specialized doctor, you expect to pay way more. And that's how my clients are as well. Now that they come to me, they already know that branding is going to be a lot of money. So specializing is amazing. And it's something that helped me a lot. And for everyone that's listening this right now, 
I just want to mention that specializing doesn't limit you and doesn't put you in this box that you might think. At least that's what I thought, that specializing is going to put me in the box and I will be so bored of offering the same services to the same type of clients. But let me just tell you that even though I am now like in the health and wellness industry, I decided to narrow it down even more to now offer branding, so just branding, to wellness product-based businesses. And there are so many products, like you can't even imagine. So like gym equipments, vitamins, yoga mats, sports, clothing stuff, like so many different. And then also skincare. Skincare is also considered as a wellness product. And there are so many different skincares. One skincare focuses on, I don't know what kind of ingredients, then some focuses on different type of, types of ingredients. It's so, so fun. So if you are considering about specializing, that is 100% my advice what you should do in order to grow your brand graphic or web design business. And then after about six months to a year since I became a specialized graphic designer, I started getting lots of clients in the wellness industry that I was able to pick and choose. I was able to grow my team. Eventually, I needed a web designer, then web developer, then copywriter, then another brand strategist, one more brand designer. And, you know, I was just expanding and growing my team. And that's where we are today, too. We are constantly growing, expanding, getting lots of clients, of course, charging more and so on. And then in addition to my branding agency, I started Aventive Academy, which is a platform that helps brand graphic and web designers grow their businesses in a similar way that I did. And so, yeah, we have now two different branches of the business and it's going amazing. But if you look back, I started off of Craigslist. But since Craigslist doesn't exist anymore, today I know what works for brand and web designers, and that is mostly LinkedIn. Or if you really focus on your website, SEO, blog, and amazing descriptions on how you develop a brand, that helps a lot. So yeah, LinkedIn or your own website. I hope that this information was helpful to you and that you might think about specializing and narrowing down, going into a niche, because that is something that helped me grow my business a lot. Thank you for joining us today on The Profitable Graphic Designer. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would leave us a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you'll be the first to know when each episode drops and you'll never miss a future episode. We'll see you next time when we'll explore more topics like getting clients, increasing your rates, and growing your design business.